on this episode of Progressive Palaver, the group Force Ranks Fish Albums. Hi and welcome to Progressive Palaver, a group of lifelong friends and appreciators of music discussing the greatest progressive rock bands, album by album. I'm Joe Beauclair and on this episode of Progressive Palaver, I'm joined by my very good friends Paul Zotter and Ken Gregory as we go back and force rank all of the Fish solo albums. Even those albums that Ken has never heard in his life. (laughs) (laughs) This was a surprisingly easy task for me. Really? It took almost no time at all. Yeah. Interesting. I'll be very very curious to see. I mean, I will, uh, except for, you know, the number one and number two spot, which I have been contemplating for the last two weeks. But once I I iron that out, it was was smooth sailing. It was funny. I thought I was going to have a little bit more difficulty with that than it turned out I actually did. This was an interesting episode because, you know, as we were going through the fish catalog and, and the fish Peter Gabriel, but but there was there was that big middle section of the fish catalog with which I don't think any of us were particularly familiar. And we found some really surprisingly spectacular albums in there. Rain Gods with Zippos and Fellini Days, um, 13 Star, Feast of Consequences. These were these were things that prior to our doing that segment, I hadn't even heard. And I I found, you know, true joy in listening to some of those. But before we got there, I, I think it was right around the time of Fellini Days when we all sort of had that epiphany moment and it's like, wait a second, Fellini Days, which I'd never heard of, is fantastic. And I believe you know, we had floated the idea then of doing a force ranking episode because how surprising it would be, you know, that these albums would rank so high. But as we got deeper and deeper in, and, you know, like I said, 13 Star and and Feast, and I finally came around on Velchmertz, and I realized that I liked the vast majority of these albums a lot and i was trying to avoid having to do this episode this life sometimes happens here we are and we needed something to to talk about and i wanted to avoid the difficult subject and suggested force ranking fish album covers but one mr zotter would have none of it and yeah well that's because the co- if we rank the covers, they'd all be number 10. I, mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Feast and... I, I, I think the covers are actually pretty good, generally speaking. Yeah. Uh, there are there there are a couple standouts, yeah. I, right. I think I think Fellini Days is the only one that really gives me creeped out nightmares. But. Huh. Now, I was spot-checking our episodes, and I distinctly remember a little brouhaha over... That smirk on his face in Rain Gods. Uh, that brouhaha did not originate from me. I'll just... <laughs> okay. I, I will make that explicit. Because okay. I actually quite like 
the uh, the jaunty chapeau on the rain gods with zippos, and I like the smirk. <laughs> Very well then. All right, I'm apologizing in advance. I'm full of vaccines. My immune system is going every which way. And Fish is not my favorite artist. But damn it, I did find some songs that I really love. Awesome. And beyond that, now we did not introduce member of the Palaver, Tom Corcoran. Emmy nominated Tom Corcoran because he is not with us. He is doing the work that he loves so much. But he did provide us his ranking. So we have... We have four rankings. So, Paul, I hope you have your your spreadsheet ready. Oh, it's ready. Because we could not do a ranking show without having the the output table that lists all of our choices. Yes. Now, I will say the other thing we we don't we don't really have is a solid control group. That's true. Have we looked? I had, I didn't even think to look, Paul. Have I become too biased? There's not much going on out there. I mean, they're, they're, they're other rankings of them are just like blogs, you know? Okay. Which is fine. We could, we could use a random blog of somebody, I guess, right? We could. It's not us. Well, this won't work. I was going to suggest um, Prague Archives. I think we're just going to have to move on without a control group. Sorry. That's okay. Yeah. I think there'll probably be enough conversation based on the disparity of our lists that it will sort of feed itself, my thinking. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's get going. So we have, we have 10 albums to consider, and I will list them now in chronological order so that we all agree on what the ground rules are. Those would be Vigil in a Wilderness of Mirrors, Internal Exile, Suits, Sunsets on Empire, Rain Gods with Zippos, Fellini Days, Field of Crows, 13th Star, Feast of Consequences, and Velchmerts. We all agreed. Yes. Okay. That is 10. So since we normally do this in groups, might I suggest, Paul, the bottom four, middle three, and top three? Okay. I like it. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, do it. Uh, for me, uh, my bottom four, so the the bottom two, number 10, I have Field of Crows. I, I don't think really that's a not, shocker. <laughs> yeah, not not a shocker. Not happy with the record, and, and it was a huge letdown from its predecessors. Um, and then number nine for me was Suits, because just never connected with that uh, album ever. So those two, you know, if... You know, if I was going to sit down and listen to the fish catalog, I'd probably omit those two. I shamefully, for me, number eight, and and basically probably eight, seven, and six could be interchangeable, but I have perhaps a shocker. Thirteenth star. I at, see. Uh, number eight. Okay. And then coming in at number seven, vigil in a wilderness of mirrors. Interesting. I am happy to go next. And, you know... Well, I think I should go next. Okay. Or Ken can go next. Um, I agree completely that Mitchell and a Wilderness of Mirrors should be number seven. But <clears throat> my, my, my number ten, my least favorite, is 
there was one song that ruined an entire album for me. I mean, almost ruined the entire fish catalog for me. I have to find out what it is. <laughs> right, give, give me a moment here. Because I, 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 I purposely listened to this today, and I uh, did my best to figure it out. Here we go. Any album with zoo class is last forever. Amen. Field of Crows, number 10. <laughs> Could not have said it better myself. And, you know, Suits is just too confusing. Number nine isn't fully baked. And Internal Exile, it's got moments is the best I can say for it. That, that's my number eight. Interesting. Wow. Okay. That I find somewhat controversial. I was going to say, defin definitely uh, controversy here. So, so, Paul, what was your number 10? It was... Uh... So we matched pretty closely. Field of Crows was number 10 for me. And Suits also. Was number 9? Number 9. Oh, okay. So what, what was your number 8? Uh, 13th Star. Oh, yeah. Weird. Okay. So looking at this, I, I'm, I'm going to read Tom's first because that will give me time to sort of give my babbling about all, you know, my stuff. Tell me if you've heard this before. Tom has number 10, Field of Crows. Number 9 oh, okay. is Suits. Number 8 is Fellini Days. What? <laughs> oh, we like that one. I'm just reading off the list. And number seven is Vigil in a Wilderness of Mirrors. Oh, wow. wow. The bottom seven. The bottom four has a lot of commonality. Since, and, and, and again, we don't have any input from Tom other than this list, so we'll just have to sort of, you know, assume. Mike, and I don't recall, was Tom with us on Fellini Days? I remember that being a, a love fest when we did that record, but... I, he may not have been with us, so I'm not sure exactly where his his displeasure with the record. Well, the, I, this may have been a trickier exercise for Tom, maybe, because, I mean, he loves all these albums, really. And, and, right. And, and I don't, honestly, I don't know that having Fellini Days at eight is is much of a knock necessarily, because that's exactly what I was going to say. When when I put together my list, and no one's going to be shocked to hear that 10 and 9 came out very quickly, the rest of these albums, it's, you know, it's, it's fine-tuning, it's shades of gray. They're all wonderful in their own regards. And so I think, you know, if you had it on some sort of a scale... You know, my my ten and nine would be very much at the bottom. There would be a small gap into seven, and then six through one would be grouped fairly close together. Seven through seven through one. With that mealy mouth preamble, number ten. Take a guess. Anyone? Is it unanimous? It is unanimous. There we go. As okay. as is number nine. Wow. Wow. That's oh my crazy. god. That's like the that first is crazy. time that's ever happened. <laughs> on on either side of the uh, of seriously, the <laughs> Ken. Again, you said it perfectly. Anything with zoo class has got to be at the bottom. There's just there there's no other way to to deal with that. And and suits, you know, and and we actually we just recently 
and I don't think I forwarded it to you guys yet, but we got an email from Jonette on Suits, and even she was like, yeah, I just didn't get it. Okay. There's just something about Suits, I think, that just didn't really connect. So seven, I have Vigil in a Wilderness of Mirrors, and not- Oh my God. Not because I don't- Yes. Seven? Oh, wow. Another. Or I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Eight. Ah, okay. Eight. Oh. Okay. And, and not because I don't like it. I, I think it's charming. I mean, if you listen to our episode on that, I had lots of wonderful things to say. And I mean, big wedge and cliche aside, it, it has its charm. But compared to, as Ken was describing, late model fish, it, it just doesn't hold up quite as well. I think by the time fish settled in and found the appropriate writing partners, some really magical things started to happen for him. And my my impression of Vigil is it just, it's it's a little aimless. I think that's fair. I now, mean, clearly, because I ranked it at seven. Yeah. So. Now, now, my seven is, is sort of going to counterbalance Tom's eight. I struggled with this, um, with seven and six, but at seven, I put Feast of Consequences. Wow, and, and and I put that there mainly on on the the auspices of Perfume River, honestly. Wow, really? Oh, and what's that second song? All loved up. All loved up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. When you put it like that, but uh, wow. Okay. All right. That's fa- that's interesting. We yeah. all have like we all have one sort of in there that's a little funny. Uh, someone else, I think. Feast, Thirteenth Star, Internal Exile, and Fellini Days. I would just say that the production is good on a Feast of Consequences, even if some of the songs. Hundred percent. Okay. But but all, all the all the tr- all the albums on on my list that are above Feast of Consequences don't have that one huge stinker that just makes me go, oh, what? Yeah, Perfume River is a little extreme. I don't think I was in that episode with you guys that night. I don't think and so. And All Loved Up is a little extreme, but then you get into what you would expect from Fish. Yeah. You know, I think Feast is 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 really, really very good, and the whole World, World War One suite is just spectacular. I mean, it's really compelling. Yeah. I mean, for me, that catapults that album a little further, further than I would have originally thought, but it has stuck with me. And, and you know, it's ca- caused me to listen to World War One podcasts for crying out loud. So that's pretty severe. It, it is yeah. interesting that Vigil shows up in this first group across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Six, five, and four, gentlemen. All right, well, we already know Ken's number six. So, Ken, why don't you go? Yeah, I don't think Sunsets on Empire is fully baked. And it was really tough for me. Obviously, you guys like Sunsets on Empire better than I do. But I put Feast of Consequences ahead of it at uh, five. And then I actually think 13th Star comes under the radar as a good album at four. What was number five, Kenny G? Right. Feast? My number six is Feast of Con- uh, Sorry, my my number six is Sunsets and Empire. My number five is Feast of Consequences. And somehow breaking into the top is is Thirteenth Star. It's just kind of a, yeah. a sleeper that, that 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 comes in nicely. It is a sleeper. I would agree with that. I don't know that I'm that far far off, Ken. I have number six 
this surprised me a little bit, but it just kind of, I mean, again, and I'd say for you, as you said, Joe, once I get to six, there's not a lot of space in between these, yeah. right? Like uh, six, five, four, even three, like any given day, you could tell me, no, that one's four. And I'd be like, okay. Um, but number six, I put uh, Veltschmerch. Okay. Number five, Sunsets on Empire. And coming in at number four for me, Feast of Consequences. Mm. Now things are starting to get shaken up a little bit. Wait, 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 Paul. What is your number six? Really? You're yes. breaking my heart. Okay. And what is your number five? Sunsets on Empire. Oh, okay, good. We're not that far off. Right. And then Feast of Consequences is number four. Oh, we see your personality coming through. You're more of an exile kind of guy. What did, what did Tom phone in? All right. So... Mr. Mucho has, yeah, number six is 13th Star. Number five, my favorite album title of all times, Rain Gods with Zippos. Why doesn't he like that one? Well, I don't know that he doesn't like it. It's just, I mean, if looking at the, the rest of, of this, I, I think this is, you know, he just doesn't love it quite on the same level as some others. And okay. number four is Internal Exile. And I don't know if I said this on the episode or not, but there are so many times during Rain Gods with Zippos and or a Fellini Days where I'm just like, was this song written by Tom Corcoran? Is Tom <laughs> Corcoran doing guest vocals on this, <laughs> on this song? Funny. I, I, I like channel mucho through those two albums so much. It's, it's kind of funny to me that they didn't, neither one broke the top three. So looking at my list, so at number six, I have Velchmertz. And again, Velchmertz and, and Feast are, are very, very close in my mind, which is amazing because for a long time, I was walking around with a big axe to grind over Velchmertz. Yeah. And uh, so the fact that it, it, it clocked in that high, I think, is, is, it was surprising to me. Number five, I have Rain Gods with Zippos, a la Mr. Corcoran. And number four, which is, again, for me, a, a surprise, at least given from where we started, as I had never heard it, is 13 Star. Wow. I do this like is... having you in that last place position to, to, to weigh in. So, Joe, you are, you are having these little effects on, on, the, on the final rankings. <laughs> Well, my, my final three are a little basic, but that's okay. I'm prepared to defend them. <laughs> basic. There's nothing basic about fish, but sure. <laughs> All right. Shall we, have, uh, shall we have Mucho bring us home on the top three? Should I just put Feast of Consequences in the number one slot? I think, you, I think you probably should, yes. He, uh, oh, we already know. He has made no attempt to hide his absolute adoration of a Feast of Consequences. Number two for Tom, I guess we're at number three. Number three for Tom is Velchmertz. Wow. Which leaves Sunsets on Empire as his number two. God, does he just not like anything I like? Okay. <laughs> this is a recurring theme, Ken. This is nothing new. Well, he likes, he likes Velchmertz. Okay. We share that in common. 
And I'm just going to say right here and now, we are not going to spoken word from Bruce Dickinson. I just, it's just, it's not happening. Apropos of nothing. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Number three, Kenny G. What do you got? Oh, here we go. Number three for me, Fellini Days. That's a good one. It is a, a good one. And then, and then somehow... It was neck and neck with Rain Gods. But Rain Gods with Zippos is number two. Okay. A Plague of Ghosts. I'm down. And the only reason I agreed to do this whole series of reviewing fish was my love for Veltzmerch, number one. Okay. Awesome. I like it. Kenny G bringing it in strong. Nice, Kenny G. So we have a lot of commonality in the top three. So for me, I think I said that when we started, you know, with the vast gap of knowledge that I had in the fish catalog that I would have thought internal exile would have been my number one fish album throughout. I couldn't imagine anything being better, but after all of this, I have it in the number three spot, internal exile, almost on the strength of the first three tracks alone. Yeah. But, uh, number three, internal exile. Then one of the most revealing things that has happened to me in all of Progressive Palaver were the last two albums here. And I contemplated literally for two weeks, which I thought was the best one, which I would put number one. And so after much contemplation, I thought I love them both so much, but when, when push comes to shove, and I'm like walking in the house and I'm like, I'm going to listen to some fish or I'm going to go work out. The number one choice is Fellini Days. I was going to guess that. All right. Bravo. Bravo. And that, that leaves Rain Gods with Zippos in the number two slot. I mean, how, that works. how amazing is it? None of us even knew Fellini Days. And the first couple listens, you're like, what the fuck is this? And And by the time you're done, you're like... This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I had no idea. No idea what was in there. You almost have to overcome the shitty production on that record in order to, yeah. to love it. Yeah. But it's, it it almost it becomes endearing though. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it does. Especially when you, you know, when you understand why it sounds the way it does. But yeah, it, it's, it, it's, it's really just a genius, genius record. It was the top of this of of this list that was, you know, the most daunting aspect, right? I like I said, I, I knew what the bottom two were before I ever even thought about it. And and nothing I've done in the palaver has changed my mind. But there were these other experiences and, and for me, thirteenth star rain gods and Fellini days were the 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 really eye opening experiences for this and you know that was the question can i reasonably put one of these at the top of the list will it knock off the the big two and i i honestly did think long and hard about it and in the final analysis my number one and my number two stayed exactly as they have been for lo these many years so okay okay number three is fellini days number two is internal exile and number one is sunsets on empire and the reason i couldn't put fellini days or even 13 star 
above either of those for me personally is the fact that both those albums, Sunsets and Internal Exile, I just find to be exceptionally listenable from front to back. I, I, I like all of the songs. I think the production on both of those albums is spectacular. And again, while I absolutely adore Fellini Days, 13 Star, and Rain God, they're, you know, they're, they're just not sunsets for me. I think, Gentlemen, I hate to break it to you. We have two ties tonight. Okay. Um, Mr. Zotter, you're getting an email from me shortly. Mr. Vicler, you're getting an email shortly. I'm going to add Thomas Corcoran. Um, and the title of the email is Rank Fish. Rank Fish. It's a double entendre. <laughs> Are you Peter Gabriel? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. The, the, number, the numbers are in. You, you, can, you can proof my work here, but I'm pretty sure we have two ties. Oh, we have numerical values here. Low points. Yep. Okay. And that's, that's because... Um, I was not kind to Sunset, so I prevented it from being in the number one spot. Uh, and I would say that as far as Rain Gods goes, both Tom and Joe together prevented that from getting into the number one spot. Okay. Well, there you go. Fascinating. Nice. Ken, I, so like, the, I like applying the, uh, the mathematical uh, formulas, the algorithms, if you will. <laughs> so... Uh, Yes, the, the engineer in me comes out sometimes, even when I'm sick. Um, Fellini Days is a solid number three, but really only by one point. Right. So, Tom was actually the one that sort of was the outlier there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If Tom just would have relented, then Fellini Days would have been in the top two. I am a champion for Welch Schmertz, but having it come in where it is in, in fourth place isn't so bad. Uh, and that's, that's really close points wise. Um, you know, one sh subtle shift by any one of us could have pushed that into the top three. And then we have a tie, uh, feast of consequences and internal exile are liked equally as well. It was me who prevented internal exile from doing better. And it was Joe you who prevented feast from doing better yeah it, it i mean it's it's fascinating though right and i think it 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 sort of illustrates what we've all said i think at various times here the the top six i mean there's there, three there's points just three points separating those yeah mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and and so i think that that speaks volumes and then uh finishing out uh seventh place would be 13th star and that that's not really leaning either way it's very solidly in seventh place followed by you know it's a shame vigil isn't terrible but it, it's it's hanging on at the end here in eighth place suits in nine and field of crows heaven help us just needs to stay where it is in last place <laughs> <laughs> yeah field of crows is uh yeah it's it's not not great that's awesome, Ken. That's that's great. <laughs> oh, so everyone, let's confess. What song is in your head right now? I'm assuming it's a fish song. If not, you guys are multicasting yeah. with it. 
uh, what's in my head is so Fellini. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the one in my head, too. I'm just going to go with Party is Over because I, I was jamming that while doing the dishes tonight. There you go. Fish albums. Yeah. And, and it turned out to be not, um, you know, not so painful an exercise once I realized that, you know, beyond the bottom two, it wasn't that bad. Does anyone want to hear my Peter Gabriel list just for fun? Well, well, well you might uh, influence uh, us when we make yeah, our I, Peter Gabriel. Are we going to do a Peter Gabriel? I just, I figured I'd be ready just in case, but I can wow. hold on to it. Mm. Are we allowed to include Pet Plays Live? No. Nope. <laughs> but is that a gateway album? Oh, indeed it is. <laughs> a gateway mm-hmm. album. Someone's going to have one vinyl very shortly. Oh, thank you. I, I want to say, I don't think there's anything else to say about the Fish albums, other than, you know, some of them are exceptionally spotty, and the rest is actually pretty good. And I think it's it's kind of surprising how well we we generally line up on all of those. And I think there's, you know, there's there's definitely a hierarchy in the Fish catalog. Now, I guess we'll have to wait and see if Fish does any more. He says he's not going to. I don't know. I think when we talked about it, none of us believed that. But, you know, we'll see. But this is, until that happens, this is what we have. And I think it's uh, it's good fun. I enjoyed having the time to to force rank. And Ken, thanks for bringing in the, the algorithm. This was great. Um, should we petition Friends of the Palaver not only to send in their fish rankings, but to send in rankings for fish album art? Why would we not do that? Mm. Okay. Just just previewing the next the next jaunty here. <laughs> Exceptional. <laughs> okay. So all that being said, I think we will call this episode. A, a wrap and I guess we'll wait and see what we do next time we've got a couple different options on our plate so I don't know exactly what what we're going to do whether it be a classic prog gateway live albums or Peter Gabriel force ranking which I think could be interesting or album art ranking we haven't done that one in a while or we could you know like I said potentially look into desert uh, Island episodes. Mm. Nineteen ninety four leaps to mind as an example. That would be interesting. It would be interesting. So, who knows what it will be next time? Nineteen ninety four would have you stuck with suits. <laughs> <laughs> but but it would also have me stuck with. Um, oh shoot! Dogman came out in ninety four. There was a whole bunch of stuff in ninety four. There's a lot of interesting selections in ninety four that you could choose from. Okay, I look forward to it. We'll check that out. But uh, until then, gentlemen, I appreciate your time as always. enjoyed this episode of progressive palaver as always we've enjoyed sharing the conversation with you and we look forward forward to your thoughts comments feedback and questions you can reach us on instagram twitter or facebook we are at prog paula on all of those or search for progressive palaver you're welcome to email us our email address is 
progpala, that's P-R-O-G-P-A-L-A, at gmail.com. Progressive Palaver is available for subscription and download on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or presumably wherever you find your podcasts. And we are, as always, hosted on SoundCloud. So until next time, thanks for listening. Well, it was funny because I went, I went back to that store because I'm like, I, I was in a frenzy when I went, and I had Ellis and Grace with me. I hadn't, I hadn't been out vinyl shopping in a really, really long time. I had not gone to this particular store in a long time, and so it was like, it was all fresh and brand new. And so I got a couple of King Crimson's, as I showed you guys. I found Birdie. Um, there was there was a, a vinyl version of Delicate Sound of Thunder that I went back and looked at twice. Just all kinds <laughs> of stuff. I mean, I was just, I was in a state. And, oh, and they had quite the uh, the, the Genesis selection, including, and I, I may go back if I get the chance, Paul, and look for it. They had one, it was it was sort of like a a, a double compilation that had... Foxtrot and Nursery Crime, I think, in a, in a single gatefold, which I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. Wow, that is interesting. Um, you know, it can't beat that. And then they had Trespass, which I thought, you know, it's good to own Trespass. I actually have the the vinyl version of Trespass I have was a an import that I bought at that store in Wilmington, Delaware you know, back when I was in, in school. So, wow. Um, fascinating stuff. But anyway, I, I had, was under the impression that I had seen plays live. And so when I went back a couple days later, when I texted you, Paul, hmm. and I was in the G section and there wasn't plays live. And I thought, oh, that's weird. And the, the G section actually covered two, two, uh, columns or rows depending on your perspective and literally it wasn't it wasn't three minutes after i had texted you and mm. i shifted over and i'm like oh it was here and so <laughs> I, I grabbed it right <laughs> away <laughs> <laughs>